All right, here we go. Great. Hey there, I'm Nick. I'm in my 20s trying to figure out life and what faith has to do with it. I've got a lot of questions, probably very similar to the ones you've got. But here's the thing. I'm looking for a better answer, and it's difficult to find someone who can help. So I'm bringing on Kyle, a mentor of mine, who's going to help me find a better answer. Okay, I'm good. You ready now? Yeah, I'm, I'm good now. Hey, everybody. Hey. Hi, how? I do this every time. Kyle, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired. Yeah? Yeah, I'm tired. Sorry. It's just been a, it's just been a nonstop week of, like, stuff. Mm. You know, not bad stuff, just lots yeah. of stuff. Stuff happens, you know. Yeah. Do you want to do you want to take this half hour just taking a nap here? We can just stop. Yeah, let's put on some really nice music. I think people would love that. Okay. Actually, I don't like that <laughs> idea at all. Okay, let's not do that. Um, what do you want to do? What? Do I, okay, actually, first, I want to I want to share something with you. I got yeah. Spotify Wrapped. You know? Yeah. I'm sure a lot of people listening actually know what that is. Uh-huh. Do you know what it is? Yeah, I do. Okay, it's like statistics for what you listen to, but we got one as a creator. Oh. So. Just as a few things, we, according to Spotify, which is only like, I think maybe like 25% of statistics with Apple Podcasts and stuff like that, Yeah, uh, we're in the top 15% most shared globally. Really? I think that's- <clears throat> Most think shared that's podcasts <laughs> featuring people named Nick and Kyle? <laughs> <laughs> I think that means um, like proportionally okay. to listeners. <laughs> okay. But- Still, it's kind of cool. We're yeah, in the cool. top 25% most followed podcasts. Wow. So I thought that was pretty cool. That's pretty good. And if you're listening, I think you should still keep sharing this if this is helping you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to be clear, that's really great. And But let's keep going. Do it more. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, okay. Well, that's really encouraging. That's very cool. Off the bat, I just want to say again to, in the meantime, create more connection with you guys. I want you to email me. Topics you want us to talk about, nick.snyder at crossroads.net. Mm-hmm. And the Snyder with is, is with an I. Yep. Also, you could go to crossroads.net slash anywhere and find our team and then find me and set up an appointment um, to talk with me about the topic that we talked about this week. I think that's a good way to start oh, as well. You talk to me. Um, you can set up a meeting for a half hour, 45 How minutes. How many of the other podcasts offer that? That's that's amazing. Um, according to Spotify, it would be. I'm just Are we in the top two percent of podcasts that offer to hang out with you? I don't know. Do you, I mean, is that like a highly sought out thing? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't think anybody else does that. Yeah. Well, that's cool. It is cool. Well, what do you want to talk about today? I have like an idea. Okay. What is it? Okay. Um, it's it's difficult to discern God's will all the time. Yeah. What do you mean by God's will? Like, what does he want for me and my life versus, like, what do I want and when does it become selfish or, like, um, you know what I mean? Like, how do I know what God wants versus is this just what I want? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so give me an example. Okay. A concrete example would be, so, for example, my friend just recently started, he, he kind of told me, like, um, he's only started asking the question, Hey God, what do you want me to do in life yeah. now? And he's, I don't know, I think he's 27 or something. And so now it's like, okay, how do I know what God says? How do I know? Does he want me to stay at this job? Does he want me to build a new thing? Does he want me? Like, that's what he's kind of wondering yeah. about. Um, and it can be really difficult when there's all these options in front of you. And some of them can be completely neutral. 
Some yeah. of them could be clearly negative. Some of them could be clearly positive. But there's a lot of gray. And I think discerning and understanding God's will is a question that is hard to answer, especially people yeah. around my age. Well, I love this topic. I think it's a I think it's a critical one to hit. So pumped that we're gonna we're gonna talk about it. Um, a couple of things to to lay a foundation. One, there's kind of two. I feel like camps on God's will in Christianity. Okay. Camp one is <clears throat> God has an opinion on everything mm-hmm. in your mm-hmm. life, and it cre- if you take that viewpoint, the downside of it, the up- the upside is that God cares so much about you. He he really wants to weigh in on whether you get that medium French fry yeah. with a large French fry yeah. or whether you should get a salad. Right. You know, like yeah. at lunch or whether you should get a haircut today or tomorrow or whether you should wear a blue shirt yeah. or a red shirt. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's, that's okay. like, that's, that's the upside. Oh wow. God cares about me so much. The downside is what I've seen that do to people is it creates this like paralysis because yes. now I can't move because I don't want to get it wrong. Right. And figuring out whether he wants me to wear the red shirt or the blue shirt. <clears> I don't, <throat> No, what if I'm wrong? Yeah. What is my feelings? What so it creates this, this paralysis, right? On the other side are people who I think take a viewpoint of God that he is distant and doesn't care mm-hmm. about anything mm-hmm. that I do. Right. Like if there is a deity, he's very far away, but yeah. he's not very involved in my life. Right. Okay. Right. I would take a third viewpoint okay. personally. Okay. And I would say, generally speaking, when I study the Bible, I see a God who has a will for my life, a directional will. Okay, but directional meaning there are directions he wants me to head in life. Okay, and there are things, there are places he doesn't want me to head. So interesting. We, we've talked about conflict. <clears throat> yeah, okay? God's will in a conflict is always for me to forgive. I never have to wonder that, that that question. How do you know that? He has a will because he says things like forgive as you've been forgiven. Okay. Well, I've been forgiven of everything. In every okay. situation in my entire life. That's how he forgives me. Yeah. So he wants me to always forgive, right? So that's a, a, a God's will thing. Yeah. I do think there are moments in life where God has a specific direction for you. Maybe it's a moment of, uh, should I take this job, job A or job B? Sometimes God may have an opinion if you ask him. Mm-hmm. Other times in my life, I've found... God, a God who, who, to me, it feels like he's saying, you make the choice. Yeah. And and I'm okay with either option. Okay. Interesting. And and so the the, the, the basic way I think about it is um, if you grew up in Christianity, you probably err towards the side of like, God has a specific will and I'm terrified to not hmm. meet it. Interesting. Okay. Okay. If you don't, you start in this other spectrum of like, well, I've never really asked what God's will is. Yeah. And I just kind of want to know, like, what sorts of things should I even be asking right, <laughs> right. about? Yeah. So that's kind of the foundation for me. Okay. Um, it's really interesting how, okay, so you kind of said, like, you know God's will is that we forgive because yeah. there are, because Jesus quite literally has forgiven us, right? Yes. And like, so in principle, we know we can extend that out. Like we don't have to ask in each situation, yeah. do I forgive or not? Because Jesus basically said, forgive 70 times 77 or something like that. Yep. And so that, that tells us, you don't have to ask each time. Like we know by knowing God yeah. that his will is for us to forgive. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what about 
more specific things. Like you said, sometimes you may ask and he might have an opinion. Yeah. <laughs> what does that sound like? Well, let, let, let's go through. I can give you some examples from, from yeah. my life. Okay. Maybe that's the, that's the tack we take today. Great. Um, and I want to be clear when I talk about my life, I'm different than you. God is a personal God who parents and fathers each of us hmm. as us. Like There's that. not a formula. So I, I have three kids. I do not parent my three children the exact same. Why? Because they're not the same. Mm. And if I give a one-size-fits-all version of parenting, I would not serve them well. So the instructions I give my kids are different. Here's a stupid example. At dinner, I have to tell my 10-year-old to eat all of his food Mm -hmm. because he doesn't. He's super skinny. My 8-year-old daughter is a garbage disposal. She eats everything, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. So for her, I'm like, I never have to say, yeah. eat till you're full. Right. She will, Yeah. right? Yeah. So that's a stupid example, but I pair yeah, yeah. it differently. God okay. does the same thing with us where he, he, he will treat us differently. Now, there are some consistencies in how he thinks though, you know, and how he, how he parents. I think mm-hmm, that's the thing mm-hmm. to take away as I share my story. So um, for me, I... I wanted to know the first time I remember asking God his will was about what to do with my life after high school. Okay. Like, should I go to college? Should I not go to college? If I didn't go to college, what should I major in? And I had no clue. Like I wanted to do everything. Yeah. Yeah. So I I just asked God like, Hey, if you have an opinion, could you like, let me know in some way, shape or form. And so I visited all these colleges I went to Georgia Tech where I ended up going for school. And on my college visit, I was there with my dad and we were walking around the campus, got lost, like sat down this bench and we're trying to figure out where to go. And this, this guy walked up and started talking to us. And he was super nice, super engaging. And he had this cross necklace on. Mm-hmm. And he ended up, he was a, a, a guy who was part of um, a Christian group. He was a believer. He had just spent his whole summer um, doing missions work in China or somewhere, and he yeah. he was just super cool. And I took that as like in the moment, all I can say is it felt like God going like, "Hey, see this guy? Hmm. This could be you here. Hmm. Like this is a place you can thrive, and you can you can know more about me." Right, right. And and I was like, "Okay, cool." And that was a big part in me me making that decision okay. to go to school yeah. there. And it wasn't like I heard a voice from God saying you should go to Georgia Tech. Yeah, yeah. Right. It was just like, "Hey, I'm, I'm paying attention, God, and I'm asking you." And I think the biggest thing on, on <clears throat> if you want to know God's will and follow God's will, the 80 for the 20 is like, just ask him. Yeah. yeah. How yeah. often do you ask him? And, and most people really don't. It's like, I don't know what God's will is. Well, did you ask him? Well, okay. So let's say I ask and yep. then a few things happen. Okay. A, I don't hear anything. B, I hear conflicting ideas. Uh-huh. Um, well, it's that, that, those are the only two options, I think, generally. Yeah. You can get kind of lost in it sometimes. Right? Yeah. And like, how do you know, like, okay, I heard a thing. Is that God? I don't know. Yeah. And is that me? Yeah. Or is that like, I mean, I do believe that art, what we take in from the world or um, like Satan wants to influence us. So like, is what I'm hearing something he wants me to believe? You know, like all those right. conflicting thoughts come to my brain. And I'm like, I don't know how to know. So to the other the other picture I'll give you with God's will. Yeah. One is ask. Okay. Okay. Two is uh, shift. Shift. You have to shift your thoughts. Uh, and, I, and I picture 
um, like an old timey gold digger who's in a river. <laughs> old timey gold digger. Yeah. Not not, so the, a not real, new. A real one. A real one. Yeah, like an 1800s yeah, yeah. out in California gold uh-huh. rush, okay? <laughs> Just picture They wade into the water, and if you've ever seen somebody shift for gold, they take like this screen Isn't thing. Is it sift? Is it? Is it? I think it's sift. sift. Did I say shift? You've been saying shift. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a great command on the English <laughs> That's okay. Uh, so sifting. Sifting. Okay. That's a much better word. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. You sift. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so you you like scoop up this bunch of gravel in like a, a mesh shallow pan thing and you shake it around <clears> and stuff falls through. The stuff that's not gold, it falls through the little... Yeah. Filter set. Okay, so you have two filter sets yeah. for God's will. Say okay. that with using that picture. Okay. One is what does the Bible say? So for instance, I give you the example about forgiving. If you have a conflict with somebody and you're like, you know what? I'm gonna ask God what his will is, whether he wants me to yeah. forgive this person or not. Yeah. And you come back with like a, yep, I think he doesn't. Hmm. But let me let me sift that answer through the filter set of the Bible. Okay. The Bible will clearly go like, actually, that's not true. Right? Right. So God's not going to contradict what he's already said in the Bible. Okay. And, well, first I would say, well, what if I don't trust the Bible? And yep. that I would say we, we have an episode, episode nine, called Can I Trust the Bible? Uh-huh. I would start there. Yep. Oh, so keep going. So second one is people who know you and know the Bible. That's your second filter set. And so I will okay. always, with a big decision in my life, always run it through that filter set. So okay. uh, example, four or five years ago, we were buying a different house. We were in yeah. this bu- big, yeah. beautiful house that was close to the city. We loved it. But I grew up on land. We wanted to move out near our friends. We wanted to live on land. So we went looking at this house. Yeah. yeah. And I wanted to make an offer on it. Yeah. Well, but I, I wanted to know whether this was good for, for me and my family. Yeah. And what, you yeah. Know, if there were like, what was God's will in it? Right. So what did I do? I, I took my two best friends who know uh-huh. and love me and know and love Jesus, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I scheduled a showing, and I took them to the house. Yeah. And I was like, hey, will you walk around this with me? And just, and just you know, uh, right. one, let me know practically, what do you think? Like, yeah, yeah. is this good for my family? And then two, will you just pray while you're here? When mm, we did. That's like, good. And just ask God. And if you hear anything, you know, let me, let me know. Yeah. Okay. So you invited people in. So one, you said the Bible, like, so if God, if God spoke through the Bible and those all, everything in there was preserved by the Holy Spirit for us to understand him and to learn about him, then you're saying if you hear something and it directly goes against what you read in it, then it's not from him? Yeah. Okay. And if it follows up, what if you hear something and it, uh, like definitely does line up with it? Is, is that something that's from God? Yeah, it could be. That's yeah. a really good sign. And right. then again, I'd still run it through the second filter set of who okay. knows and loves you and who okay. knows and loves Jesus. Okay. Um, I, when I was 23 and I had my, my great mm-hmm. job <clears throat> and I felt this like, I think I'm supposed to go yeah. be in ministry and maybe work at a church someday. I don't know. Yeah. That's just kind of crazy, right? Yeah. Well, if I look at that, I go like, the Bible, I guess, would back that up. Mm-hmm. Although mm-hmm. it's not like. That's a good example. You know. Yeah. Is God pro me spending more of my time helping people know? Him? Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes, He is. Yeah. Doesn't necessarily mean God wants me to quit my job and, and go work at a church. Right. No, that's not at all a universal thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Um, and so that one, I was like, well, I can't really find an answer in the Bible whether God wants me to go into professional 
ministry. Yeah. yeah. So instead, I invited, again, my friends in and people who know and love me and know mm-hmm. and love, love Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I went, this is what I'm feeling. This is what I think. It's probably crazy, right? And they all went, literally all of them were like, no, that's a great idea. That's exactly what you should do. We've always wondered, <laughs> in fact, why you ever did any job besides that job. <laughs> that's funny. So it's about time you realize that's what you're supposed to do. Like that's what, literally the answer I got that's from great. everybody. Yeah. And so I went, oh, yeah, okay, well, I think, I think this might be what God wants me to do. Okay. So the second thing really is passing through wise counsel. Yes. And there, I think there are some verses that talk about this, right? Yes. Wise counsel is priceless. I'm mm-hmm. not going to give you any because you can just Google Bible wise counsel and yeah. there's like a billion. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I totally agree with that. Um, I remember, so I'll, I'll get personal too. Like when I was thinking about dating Sarah, um, we had, uh, we had already dated beforehand <laughs> for a month. It didn't go well yeah. because I was immature. And so we broke up and then I was living in Buffalo, New York. I got really connected to a local community there. Um, and a staff member, um, his name was John just built into me a ton. Um, he built me up and he, he, he called things out of me like, Nick, I see this in you. Like Nick, I want, uh, I, th- I think in this life, uh, in your life, it could look like this and things that I had never thought about that made me believe in myself more than I had had since then. Um, which was really awesome. And just another me promoting like mentorship. And I remember when I traveled back to Cincinnati, um, we were doing like this fall retreat and Sarah happened to be there. And I was like, first of all, I met up with her to ask her to forgive me because I was immature, as I said, and she did. And I was like, all right, cool. Nothing's going to happen. She doesn't want to be friends. I'm not going to talk to her to respect her. And she, she, kept being super friendly with me. I was like, I don't know what's happening here. And I, I started liking her again. I was like, this isn't, I was supposed to like let her be because I'd already annoyed her and I hurt her and just, and I went back, um, to Buffalo and I talked to John and he asked me like a million questions, just trying to sift, sift through it. Mm -hmm. Um, and at the end he was like, Nick, I think, uh, I think you have a free choice here. (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, shoot, I wanted the direct answer. Uh, well, let's talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. Because there are times, and I think this happens the further along you go in, in faith, this, this tends to happen more and more Yeah, in my experience, where God will give you a choice. Um, when I quit, I quit my job temporarily, like almost a decade ago at Crossroads yeah. for 24 yeah. hours, and then I unquit my job. Whole thing. <laughs> anyway, in the middle of this- Wow, I want to hear more about that. I, I, um, um, short version is I got a different job offer for way more money. Uh-huh. That I wasn't seeking out. Uh-huh. And it seemed like this is awesome. And when yeah. I prayed about it, what I sensed was God saying, I'm going to take you to green pastures. Okay. Which kind of comes out of Psalm 23. Pastures. There's, there's pastures. Not, not green pastors. <laughs> not green pastors. I don't know what that would be. <laughs> Seasick pastors. No. Green pastures. Psalm 23. That's that's where that imagery comes from. It's like a, a restful, peaceful place, basically. Okay. And I was like, oh, that sounds really good. I'm going to go to like a restful, peaceful, awesome place. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And, but I don't know what that means. Should I stay or should I go? Was right. My, was my question. Right. And I honestly, what my prayer to God was like, Lord, I don't know if you want me to leave or not. And I've been asking you probably over the course of like 10 days, two weeks, mm-hmm. should I go or not? Um, I've involved wise counsel and I wasn't getting a clear answer. Yeah. Like it was like, yeah. yeah, no, I mean, that would really bless your family. Hmm. 
a lot and we can see how you might like that and yeah and maybe not and if i'm if i'm super super honest i would say i didn't actually involve in hindsight all of my wise counsel yeah so i made the decision th- th- those same two friends who yeah. i took to see my house yeah. 5 years ago 10 years ago they were still my friends and i did not ask them about the job i told oh. them after i made my my decision oh. Okay. Also, my wife, I talked about, but I wasn't actually hearing her. Okay. So anyway, I quit. I take this job, and then there's this this opportunity comes up to reconsider. Basically, that's the shortest version of the story <laughs> I can tell. Um, I yeah. quit. Brian Brian Tome came to me after I quit, and he was like, because I told him when I quit, I said, I would love to work here someday. And he was like, again, I said, I'd love to work here again someday, but I'm leaving right now. <laughs> and he and he came back 15 minutes later after the conversation. He was super kind. He came back. And he's like. Well, if you want to, if you want to come back, why don't you just not leave? <laughs> it's like, well, I, that's pretty hard to argue with. And then he said some really encouraging things, and so I just thought, like, mm. I respect him enough. I'm going to reconsider. Yeah, yeah. And this is probably 11 a.m. So I go yeah. to my boss's office, who I'd quit to the day before. Yeah. And I was like, hey, oh, this man. has happened. Like, I just can I, I need to go away and think. And she was yeah. like, Yeah, totally. Go take the day. You know, okay. Think okay. whatever. And I, I did two things. I went to the Davu Park Overlook in Cincinnati. If you've ever been there, it's on the Kentucky side, and you can see the whole city. It's beautiful yeah, overlooking yeah. the city. And I just stared at the city and at the, at the clouds, and I was like, God, I want to know what you want me to do. What do you want me to do? Mm-hmm. And the sense I got from it, from him in that moment was it wasn't a – I didn't hear anything from him or sense anything on the decision. Mm-hmm. What I sensed was no matter which decision I make, my life is going to end up in the same spot. Interesting. That's what I heard. Oh. And so I was like, what do I do with that? And think, so then I think, I, I think I see what he's doing there. I went to I went to Wise Council. Yeah. I yeah. I went to back to back to Crossroads, our executive pastor who's known me for a very long time, um, Darren Yates. And I just was like, Darren, this is what I'm sensing. Like, what do I like what do you think I should do? And he was super kind. He was like, Well, it sounds like God's given you a choice. Yeah. Like, do yeah. you want cake or ice cream? <laughs> They're both really good options. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and and everybody at Crossroads is super kind. Like, whatever decision you make, we're going to support you. I felt no pressure to stay. It was this, Mm. like, just total choice. Yeah. And I ended up choosing to stay um, in part because after I talked to Darren, I went in to talk to my wife. I was like, Mm -hmm. and she knew, you know, from the moment Brian talked to me, I I called her. But, like, I hadn't sat down with her a ton. So I sat down. I was like, okay, babe, like, what do I I do? And I heard her for the first time say – um, you would like this new job for about a year mm. and then you'd be bored out of your mind. <laughs> yeah. And you should be a, like, you're called to be a pastor. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was like triple my income. She's like, I don't, I was like, don't you want more money? Yeah. <laughs> Nicer yeah. stuff. Like we didn't make right. much money at all. I was yeah. like, don't you want to like, right have nice things and she's like I don't really care about that <laughs> you Dang. should be at crossroads so I chose to stay and and what's interesting is in hindsight choosing I didn't know that I needed to choose to be here but I needed to be able to choose to be here mm. to know that I'm not here against my will but that my will is to be here and is in line with God's will for my life yeah yeah. And that's created an immense amount of peace for me. Dang. So even when you kind of blindsided um, your wise counsel and you kind of you kind of ignored these steps that you're telling us right now. Yeah, I ignored them and it, it wasn't that great. And well, I mean, what's 
kind of encouraging or comforting is God still had you. Like he worked through that situation. Yes. And um, use that for you to get closer to him. Hear some encouraging words from Brian. Yes. Like you weren't just utterly lost at that point, you know? No. Well, and this is, this is the tip I would give anybody who's in a spot of like, I've been asking and I'm not sensing. I don't know what to do. Yeah. Yeah. I would say, uh, make a choice and start moving and tell God, right. Be explicit. Hey God, I don't know what you want me to do exactly. So I'm going to move towards this thing. Yeah. And if it's not what you want, yeah, please tackle me <laughs> on the way. And, and, that, nice. and by the way, that, that was my prayer about this job. Mm. Literally. I was like, God, I don't really know, but I sense this thing of green pastures and I just know about like, there's be a lot more green money from this yeah, job and that right. feels like it's going to give me rest. Right. So I'll head in that right. direction. And I definitely prayed, if this isn't from you, tackle me and stop me before I get there. Right. And he did. Right. It's like, great. Let me tackle you. Let, yeah. me, let me stop you. Let me tell you that this is your choice and then let you listen to wise counsel. And when yeah. I did all those things together, it added up to, hmm. oh, actually I'd like to stay. Here's a question. Why... Why should I care about following God's will? Um, God's will is good for you. And this is another, man, I'm so glad you asked this question. This is the perfect perfect place to end. Yeah. Um, when I was younger, I thought that God's will for my life was like uh, to be poor forever sing and do songs. really hard things and to suffer all the time and to <laughs> sing songs. Yeah, yeah. That was like, it was just right. horrible. That's not God's will. Romans 12, 2. Okay. okay. What is it? Do not conform to the pattern of this world. I would argue, as a by the way, everything we've said is not the pattern of this world. The yeah, world does yeah. not. Let me examine this against what the right, Bible totally says. Not. Yeah. And then let me ask friends who love me and love Jesus. Yeah. That's not the pattern. So we're talking about this. Yeah. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you, you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. And then listen to this. This is the part I want to emphasize. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. Okay. God's will, as much as he has it, specific or a choice, or, it is good, mm-hmm. pleasing, mm-hmm. and perfect. Hmm. So I would just ask you, like, do you want a good, pleasing, and perfect life, or do you want something else? <laughs> right. I'd like the good, right. pleasing, perfect life. Therefore, yeah. I'd like to know what God, God wants me to do if he has an opinion. Yeah, and it's even like a question of, do you believe there will be blessing from God through suffering? Like, there, life will not be easy no matter what route you take. Like that, there is a promise for our life. Totally, that life will be difficult. Well, and and to the to my job example, I'll just say it was it was immediately horrible. Oh wow! When I decided to stay, <laughs> it was the next the next Dang. month was the worst month of my of oh, my professional career. I hated oh, the choice. God. I immediately regretted it. <laughs> Why did I do this? This is the stupidest thing. And it was like this this period of, I, I really think it was int- like an intentional sort of suffering that refined me mm. and made me ask really hard questions. Okay. And yeah. what was underneath that as a, by the way, was all my own pride. Yeah. Mm. I had this identity problem where I thought I want to be a yeah. successful person yeah. and I, and part <clears throat> of success is wealth and I'm not going to have that. And yeah. I'm going to be a church worker who respects church workers. Nobody, not even me. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and it was just like this whole identity crisis all rooted in pride mm. that God walked me through. And after that, yeah, that's when I could go, oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm so glad I stayed. As a mm. by the way, the guy who offered me that job, years later, 
he came back to me. I, uh, I think I saw him at a gas station or somewhere, somewhere random. Okay. I ran into him. And he's like, oh, hey, by the way, you made the right choice. <laughs> because like six months after that, we got a new CEO who completely blew the whole thing up. Oh, gosh. So the cool thing we were going to get to do together, we wouldn't have gotten to do. Wow. Like, Dang. Wow. So that just, I think that's key because God's will, and it sounds like you had a choice, but then your willingness to follow his will led to something that was actually more painful. Mm-hmm. And yet you learned something really important about yourself that you no longer had to live with. Like you, yeah. you were living with that underneath for your entire life probably. Yeah. And then God allowed you to go through something painful for a month to expose it and to remove it. So you yeah. could live free of that. Well, and I still, I, and I still believe that sense I had from God of like, it's your choice, whatever one will lead you to the same spot. Cause I think about yeah. if my pride in my identity and being successful was the problem, God dealt with me with the choice I made. Yeah. Think about what I just said about it, if I had gone, it would have blown up and I might've lost my job. Yeah. Do you think God would have dealt with my pride and my identity and my sense of success? Absolutely. I think right. he still would have walked, me, walked right. me through it. Right. Yeah. Dang. So just to kind of sum it up, um, what I heard is God's will sometimes is very specific because God can get very unique and personal to us. And yeah. also his principles in the Bible and what he says, how he, how he lives, such as forgiveness or love. Like those things don't change, and we can usually figure out the answer based on that. Yeah. Um, does that make sense? Yeah. And it then does. you kind of explained that to test God's will for ourselves, you ask. First, you have to ask. You have to. If you don't mm-hmm. ask, why, why would you find out? Second, does it line up or go against anything God said in the Bible? Mm-hmm. And three, paired well with it, is to ask people who love you and love God and yeah. see what they think. See what they think. Okay. And sometimes you'll get a you'll get a, a sense back of like, yeah, it looks like you got a cool choice. Just like right. just like your your friend right. told you in Buffalo. Right. And just like just like I sensed. Yeah. And that's okay. You know, I yeah. think there's my one of my biggest hearts in the subject of God's will is just for folks to not get paralyzed in their life. Yeah. Yeah. So if you feel paralyzed, just pick a direction, start moving, and say, Hey God, right. I'm going here. Right. If this is wrong, tackle me. Yeah. Totally. Anyway. Totally. I think that's great. Um, if anybody committed with me last week to write those verses on the note card, guess what? I didn't have any note cards, so I bought some. So I'm still committed. Write them down with me. I don't actually remember the verses, but I'm going to listen. <laughs> I can't <laughs> yeah, find You them. have to go back and listen. I know, I will. Um, <laughs> anything else? That's, I think it's it. Okay. Hey, we love you guys. Email me. Do it. Bye. See ya.